A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, Kayum, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, LowGeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. Still working out the Morse code, I see, huh? Yes. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, it is a Wednesday. You hear that shining voice of Gary McLaughlin, singer slash cook. Yes. Or cook slash singer, I think I should say. I'd like to, eventually I'd like to put singer in front of me, of the cook. Yeah, now were you, you didn't do chorus as a kid? You know, I, I I think I did it one semester. And that was enough for the teacher. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Chef Gary back in studio. Glad to be with you, my friend. It's been a wonderful weekend. It's so good to see you. Thank you. Mr. And, uh, Gamash. And my, my hands are clapping for you. Yes. You did such a wonderful job on the Sunday uh, show, the special that you had for Black History Month, out Standing. Oh, thank you. It was a, the toughest challenge I've ever had. Yeah. It was a lot of writing. Yes. And I kept tweaking that down. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I was tweaking it hours before it aired. Yeah. Well, you know, it has a, 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 it's nice because it has a great area for debate. That's the great thing about countdowns. Yes. There's a lot of opinions. Yes. And uh, but you hit it, I gotta tell you. And the music selection was outstanding, and the informational parts were outstanding, also. Uh, yeah, that was the writing, yes. Usually, I fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> that one I decided to script. We know we're on time though, because we hit Gary's phone. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Well, so, I'm gonna answer it one day, yeah, one day. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was a, a great special. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And it was nice to hear it all in one afternoon. Right. You didn't have to wait weeks to find out that James Brown was number one, by the way, yes. folks. And, I, you know, outstanding choice. But, you know, I, I was listening to Ray Charles. And I grew up with more Ray Charles music mm-hmm. than James Brown. And, uh, of course, you had Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin. Uh, I mean, just uh, Whitney Houston was the one I had the most feedback on. Okay, because they caught that she was in the honorable mentions. Correct, and not in the actual countdown. Well, right. that gave me leeway. I had to make her my number one honorable mention because putting her at number eighteen in the countdown seemed to me to be a slight. I right. wanted her in that final hour in some way, shape, or form Correct. at the top of something. Right. So instead of putting her 
further because you, know, you got Louis Armstrong, Miles Davis. I mean, come on, Aretha well, Franklin. Now, I, I, now I, I like jazz. Yeah, I always have. And Miles Davis, outstanding performer, outstanding. But I don't know if I would have put him as high. Well, there's the I think the cultural impact he had. Okay. Is, well, there's a there's there's a cultural, there's a music, there's an influence, and you know Davis. Yes. There was something, and I think it may have been in the Coltrane segment. Davis created the more complex jazz. Jazz, okay. They were part of an ensemble, a short-lived ensemble. But people were stealing their riffs. Okay. So, for instance, if you had uh, In the Mood, you make that, people steal it, people use the riffs, and they stake them. So the the, the notion that Davis had, and we're going to get out of this topic in a second, but it was so interesting, is he made the music so complicated that people could not steal the riffs. There you go. And that forever changed jazz music. So a guy like Dave McKenna, obviously influenced by... I got like a, like a Miles Correct. Davis in that era of jazz. Correct. Yeah. Okay, I, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. yeah, and that was the whole theory. They they were angry that right. the riffs were being stolen, so they wanted to make it so difficult that you couldn't steal the riffs, and yeah. that's where a lot of the more infused jazz came gotcha. from. Gotcha. Uh, it's very educational for me as yes. well. I'm yes. glad you enjoyed it. Uh, and after Christmas, after Valentine's, yep. after MLK weekend in January, after um, the Black History Month special. I'm a I'm a man with a free weekend now because I have nothing to produce at the moment. Wow! <laughs> it's, it's so like, what to work, do with my time? We can, we can work on that musical CD that I wanted to do. Oh, I, something! I just got a text message. Uh, looks like I'll be tied up <laughs> yeah, this yeah. weekend. But if it opens up, Gary, please let me know. Yes. I'm going to get you going. It is recipe for a good day. We're yes. Stop yes. talking food, and I'm very excited. I've been wanting to do this with you uh, for a couple this of years now during a, a school vacation yes, week. This is going to be a fun. Show, folks. And there's a book I had picked up by Barron's, is the publishing okay, company. Okay, yes. Uh, called Cooking Wizardry for Kids. It's an extensive book. Nice. Um, and we're going to tiptoe through uh, this book uh, with a couple for items for kids. Outstanding. Yeah. And educational. Uh, yes, and, uh, uh, well, I've had my adventures with ki- cooking with well, kids. hopefully we'll hear some of that. Oh, today. yes. <laughs> uh, we do like to start out with a shout out yes. by Chef Gary. It's a radio pad on the back. Uh, who are you shouting out to today, uh, Chef? I, I have to give a shout out to uh, uh, a wonderful gentleman on the city council, the president. Mr. Dan Jenner, uh, for becoming this year's Mardi Gras King, King Jace. And uh, congratulations. It's a nice honor. It's a fun honor. Uh, good choice. And I hope he has a great time at the ball. Yeah, and a uh, shout out to the Queens as well. Yes. For, uh, and it's a great fundraiser. All of that is a fundraiser. The Queen Contest, the King Jace Contest. Right. When you scale back the pageantry, it's a fundraiser for the great organization, Northern Rhode Island Council correct, of the Arts, correct. who is putting on an event I know that you and I were very dear with uh, for a mm, couple of decades, Yeah, uh, the Mardi Gras the event. Mardi Gras, yes. Uh, and it was the party of parties yes. throughout the year. No offense to Autumn Fest or any of the other party events. Uh, there was no dance floor all year long right. like a Mardi Gras dance Correct. Floor. Correct. And the food, so many times I'd see that uh, that uh, towering uh, pile of, uh, with a crawdaddies. Crawdads, and uh, we've done shrimp over the years. Oh, yeah, it's... Man, goodness. Oh, uh, we had a great, great time, but that was the type of food that I had to make enough of, but I didn't want to have any left. Now, as a compliment to you... Thank you. Uh, Mardi Gras at one time, if you don't know, was a four 
staged event. Four as the numeric. There was uh, four locations throughout the city. Correct. There was a bus that would run around. Yes. And I would see a big, in, wherever I was, and we weren't always at the same location. We were right. rarely at the same location. Um, and some of that is planning the draw. I would draw entertainment, but I would see my crowd swell after dinner because so many people would want to be at your food location back then. Yes. Then they would bust to where I was and entertainment. To hear your music. To, hit, exactly. to, to dance. Yes. We were a little more uh, palatable. If you didn't know how to do some signature dances, you could general dance where I was. Exactly. And that exactly. was always my niche. Exactly. Uh, and the great food was always your niche. So quite often, it was, I always I was proud to hear people say it. We're going to see you, Jeff, but we're going to go eat with Gary first. Yeah. And it was always a compliment to the uh, food products that you did uh, you. produce. And uh, so uh, Chef Gary has it out to King Jay, so yes. Gras, Queens, and why not, Gary, the Northern Rhode Island Council of the Arts for Correct. continuing the tradition. In the Correct. Country. It's been years and years, and I want to also say uh, St. Anne's, they put on a beautiful job. They do. Uh, it's, it's, the room is breathtaking. Always different. Always different. It's a great venue for that type of situation. So, with that, Jeff, woo! Uh, thank you, <laughs> Chef Gary. Um, now, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, people ask me, because Mardi Gras here, Diener asked me this this past yes. weekend, do you miss it? And I said, no. <laughs> it was great memories, yes. but I don't think I want to do the task yes. today. Do I miss it? No. no. <laughs> it was a lot of work. A lot of work. Especially, you know, one year I had to do it at the CYO Center. Oh, yes. And you had to use the dumbwaiter uh, or that, that service elevator. Exactly. Uh, uh, Mutsi, uh, huh? Every, that was pure pain. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I I, if you were, when you were in the hall, it was fine because it was such a big room. Correct. I entertained that room once, and I hated getting all that gear up that yeah, second floor. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Um, but we, we, the Holiday Inn used to be part of it. Uh, we had the Coachman in Bellingham. They were part of it for yes, a while. Uh, the Elks. Um, St. Anne's has always been there. The, the Elks. Elks Lodge. That was uh, probably my favorite yeah, spot because it was so easy to get in. Right. We were right on the dance floor as an Correct. act. Yeah. Uh, St. Joe's Vets. I mean, it, it was a celebration for the city. Yes, it was. Yes. And it still is, folks. So enjoy yourself yes. this weekend at the Mardi Gras event. I'll think of you while I have my slippers. And, my and boy, looking at this winter weather makes me double glad I'm not doing it Saturday. But I want to let you know, folks, if you have tickets, I have very rarely seen a group of volunteers like St. Anne has. Yes. And they are top shelf at snow removal. Yeah. So don't uh, don't have concerns about uh, parking Correct. and walking. They work so the hard. Yeah. They do a great They're the best great when it job. comes to snow removal yep. but, uh, for a venue place like that. Um, so, uh, hey, thanks for bringing up uh, the good people that yeah. are working hard for Mardi Gras, Gary. Uh, we're going to find out what's on sale this week and another great... Uh, sale package here from Little General Stores. Outstanding. Yes. Oh, uh, fun package. A great package. Uh, I'd like to start with uh, the petite sirloin steaks. Five ninety nine a pound. You can't beat it, folks. It's quality. They're trimmed beautifully. It's a nice addition to a to a, a meal. And you know, if you're alone. The way they're cut, you have two meals out of it. Or if you want to eat the whole thing at one time, you can. Uh, drumsticks, Jeff. 
99 cents a pound. Can't beat it. And they're full. They're a good, good size. Um, bonus pork roast, two ninety nine a pound. Uh, the roast is ideal for uh, slicing. Uh, we did talk about briefly if we wanted to do a pulled pork with it. Uh, you can, you could use it, but the best part uh, for a pulled pork would be like a the shoulder butt, the shoulder or the butt, the uh, pork butt. Uh, but it's a great product. It's lean, and our meat cutter he, he averages about three pounds per roast. Okay. Also, spoon roast. Five ninety nine a pound. That comes from the sirloin lump, and it's if you cook it correctly, you can cut it with a spoon. That's how it got its name originally over over the years. And when you're cooking it, uh, from our deli department, Jeff Capicola, hot or sweet, seven eighty nine a pound. It's from Triple M. Great quality product. Uh, it's it's nice for a sandwich. It's great on a salad. Uh, and uh, if you get the hot and cold together, what an outstanding taste you can get from that. Mortadella, Jeff. Now, uh, if uh, people who don't know what mortadella is, mortadella is uh, shaped like a bologna. And it has the black pepper seeds uh, from, if you say you had a cooked salami product. But it also has... Um, little fat blocks uh, for extra nutrition. Yes, <laughs> and it's um, uh, it's an old time favorite. Uh, people grew up. With, I remember Mamie Cora having it. Exactly. You know, I that, didn't know what it was called, but I can remember her having it. Those little white blotches. Exactly, and yeah. you know that rings up here with with Polish loaf or pickle loaf or uh, just an old time favorite. And that's three ninety nine a pound. Uh, bring back some memories when you have that. Uh, Farmer's Cow Ice Cream, three ninety nine for quarts. Assorted flavors, uh, folks. If you haven't tried this ice cream, you have to come in and make a point in trying it. It is it, so smooth. It's creamy. It's locally made, and it just has such a wonderful flavor. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you should see the twinkle. Yes. In his eye. Yes. And, uh, Jeff, I can't forget for all our favorite uh, listeners that go way back, we have something special for them. Michael's Blood Pudding. <laughs> oh, yes. We have a whole show you can listen to. It may have been done around Halloween, I think. Yes. Uh, it is available at lowgeneral.com. If you look and you see the link for a recipe for a good day, there are many recipes of things you can make with that blood sausage, and you can listen to that show in its entirety online. Exactly, exactly. And that's six ninety nine a pound. So, uh, folks, we've got some great specials. Uh, we're working hard at the store for our customers. It's the convenience store with more. And, uh, you know, you walk in, you get a hello. Hello. Then you get your coffee, and then you get your breakfast sandwich, and then you grab your lunch, and then you get your newspaper, you buy your lottery, you can get tobacco, the convenience store with more. And, uh... What else can I say, Jeff? And uh, thankfully, still carrying my tempo mixes. Correct. That is a staple. That's one of the uh, an item that 
Uh, we only carry. It, yes, it's a it's a it's a hard to find product. You're not going to find it at the box chains, but little general stores. If you look by their deli counters, you're going to see these boxes, and I think they're fantastic. It, it's it's a staple in my meatballs for 20 years. Yes. Um, I like the meatloaf mix as well. It's very good. Yes. They have a Swedish meatball Correct. mix. It won't get you Gary's Swedish meatballs. Those are specially made, but they are very good Swedish meatball mixers. And it's simple because you don't have to worry about measuring this or that. Correct. You have the package. You, you need your, your water, your egg, and you put your meat in there, and it's good to go. And what's nice about the Tempo mixers versus other brands, and I think I can say another brand, for instance, McCormick, most meatloaf mixers are two-pound mixes. Right. And if you're like me, it's Dina and myself at the house, you don't really want to make a two-pound meatloaf every time. Right. Because I overeat. Uh, not uh, you, Jeff. Yeah, on occasion. <laughs> uh, the tempo mixes, whether it's the meatballs or the meatloaf mix, there's also a chili yes. uh, seasoning packet. They are um, configured for one-pound meals. Yes. Which is what I prefer. So I, I I keep pumping them. It's not an expensive product uh, to pick up, but boy, it'll make you the star of your kitchen. Correct. With a little effort. Correct. And you know, uh, it's really great for the home chef. Yeah. And I like how they're one pound. Yes. Mixtures, not two pounds. Exactly. And you know, if you're uh, not sure of your seasoning. You don't have to add the salt and pepper afterwards. You got no, everything as right there. Yeah. So it's a great product, only at Little General. And, you know, uh, besides that, you know, Jeff, we also have the, a great variety of local products. You know, fudge, fudge from White's Farm uh, the restaurant. The Geo Trio sauce. The Geo Trio sauce from, from Bella's. Bella's. Uh, we have uh, White's uh, chicken pot pies from the restaurant. So we have a lot of a lot of things and some stores will carry other products. So go to your favorite store, ask for it and if you, we don't have it, we'll get it. <laughs> well, I always like to ask you too, Chef Gary, did you make anything interesting over the past week? I forgot to ask you that. Part. Uh this weekend uh no. No. No, no. It was a lot of standard stuff because of uh uh time. The time the uh, the grab and goes, Jeff. Yeah. Uh Fine. It's just a wonderful product. And you know, it's great for the family because it's a perfect size, but it's also great for the single person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, between, we probably have 50 varieties of things we can put out if we put them all out. Let me know time. when you get the uh, shells back. I'm in the mood for some stuffed shells. Your stuffed shells are so good. Jeff, when I make those, I will bring oh, them to you man. personally. Well, I'm glad you said that because uh, I made uh, this weekend for my household, and I'm sure yes. folks have to do this, and I thought as we were uh, moving through now the second month of the year, I'd inventory the freezer and, and okay. the cupboards and see what did I have to make because time was running. Correct. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, for me, it was four chicken breasts from Little General that I had bought when they were on sale. Okay. I was starting to get a little freezer burn on the top of the breast. It, luckily from Little General they're so big you don't have to waste that whole breast due to but, a little freezer burn. Uh, take it out the frost and just slice off the damaged meat. Okay. And the rest of the chicken breast was fine for you. So I also noticed I had about five pounds of onions. Okay. And if some reason they were backing up and uh, so I decided to caramelize 
onions okay. while I was making the chicken. Nice. Uh, nice. Four pounds of caramelized onions. And when I got to the end process, um, so there's no sugar added. Correct. It is um, an, an, uh, a natural. It takes about two hours to do four pounds of onions. But when I got to the end, I realized I didn't have my normal balsamic vinegar I like to okay. use. I don't know what happened to it, but it wasn't there. Um, but I did have some strawberry balsamic. And I says, well, the acid is acid. Yes. Uh, so independent went, did a little different. I hope you're hungry. Are you hungry? I am always oh, hungry. Oh, my goodness, because uh, as always, I hooked you up with some leftovers. Wow. So uh, here's a fork. Uh-oh. Oh. Folks, this is, uh, I wish I had a drum roll. <laughs> and I got uh, two hands here, so uh, don't eat it all at once. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! This leftover is wonderful, and it's a bite size, one bite. <laughs> and if you're uh, careful, you can do it in two. Yes, exactly. Now, I'm taking in the aroma. They're cold. I'm sorry. That's, that's I, okay. I mean, yeah. I'm taking in the aroma. Outstanding. Now I'm placing the fork into this onion mix. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's some chewing, by the way, folks. Outstanding. Uh, and I took the second bite, and there's no more. <laughs> uh, you know what I had to fight to get you that? that oh, that, my. So I promised Gary you could try it with the strawberry balsamic, which wasn't very overpowering in there. No, I was not at all. The strawberry would add a little bitterness in there, but it did not. The onions are cooked perfectly. Yeah. Uh, the flavor was outstanding. And um, I finally had a leftover bite. Now, we had steak, uh, we had peppers, we had onions. Go ahead, rub it in. <laughs> that's all that's left, Gary. <laughs> Thank you so much, But Jeff. you know, I never like to disappoint you when it comes to leftovers. That's right. Uh, outstanding, folks. Uh, if you ever need a meal cooked and you, I, I'm too busy, I will give you Jeff's number. <laughs> At least one thing I know, uh, that especially because I'm very patient and I do the prep work properly, my caramelized onions are... Oh, Steve. My French fries, believe it or not, is the best thing I make. I, think. I make... I make... No offense to the, the old folks from the Castle Luncheonette, but I put my fries up against them. Wow. And hand cut each an individual well, piece. And that means you would get two French fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're very small ones. Yeah. The end pieces. Oh, my. I like uh, the end pieces. But there you go. You've had your leftovers. We're going to get into yes. Cooking Wizardry. Now, this is going to be informative, educational... Uh, on many levels and fun. Also, by the way, stay tuned because we will be giving away a $5 Little General gift card today. We're going to revise an old favorite of Jeff Gary's Did You Know segment yes. coming up in moments. So stay with us. Recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield. Front Street in Lincoln. Chapel Street in Boroughville. And Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab and go meals perfectly prepared for you. Whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying 
satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top of the line lunch meats to top of the line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Sugar and spice and everything, everything nice. nice. <laughs> and uh, we got uh, some of that uh, concept in this uh, edition as we get into cooking wizardry for kids. Something you can do with the kids in the kitchen on your school vacation. Yes. Um, now, we also do promise to give away this $5 little general gift card. And uh, we're going to do that in a few moments, so stay with us. You will have to play Chef Gary's Did You Know game. He'll give us some facts. Call in and ask, answer a question. He'll ask of something he just said, and we're going to mail this gift card out. And you yes. can use it for any of the sale items uh, this week that we did go over or anything in the store, with the exception of lottery and tobacco products. Um, and it is a useful at any little general location. Yes. So stay tuned. That's coming up very shortly. Uh, before we get into cooking wizardry with kids, just an example of something the kids would find exciting, I want to remind something uh, the listeners are something that was sent to us a few weeks ago due to the fact that we are getting snow on Friday. Okay. And a fair amount of snow. And this is something you're going to have to act on quickly. But the kids are out of school anyways because of school vacation week. It's going to be a daytime snow event throughout the morning and afternoon. So it's the perfect time to relive uh, the Bubble Girls maple syrup snow candy. Oh, okay. Yes. This is a good opportunity because you have to do this with fresh, un- I was going to say unpolluted, but the whole concept of snow is air cleaning and taking pollution out of the air. But anywho, uh, you want white snow, right. not dirty snow. Correct. No coloration at all in your snow. Right. For dog owners, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, we're talking about maple syrup snow candy. And you're going to have to get yourself some fresh, clean snow, which is going to be available to you on Friday right. morning. Um, now, you're looking for enough snow to fill a cookie sheet or a pie plate, okay? So, uh, you're also going to need one cup of pure maple syrup. Uh, candy uh, thermometer is optional. Uh, thermometer, as Roger would say. Yes. Uh, a spoon or a ladle for stirring, a small pot, and some sort of popsicle sticks or wooden craft sticks uh, for this. Fill that cookie sheet with clean snow. Pack it down firmly. Keep it in the freezer until you are ready to move. So get that fresh snow while it's falling and clean. Pack it up and put it in the freezer. Boil the maple syrup over high heat uh, until it reaches a soft uh, ball-type stage. Uh, on your uh, candy thermometer, if you're, or thermometer, as Roger would say. Uh, I like it when he says yeah. that. Uh, it's about five minutes. The syrup will bubble up quite fast, then foam up. They will have a uniform, smooth coat. That's when it's ready for use after the foaming and the bubbling. Remove it from heat. Let it cool for a minute. Now, take that tray of snow that 
just fell from the sky out of the freezer, immediately drizzle the hot maple syrup into a straight line, if you can, or any line formation on the snow. That is going to cause this uh, maple deliciousness to cool very quickly. Now you're going to get the sticks that we talked about. Just press one side of the popsicle stick onto the end of the candy and begin to roll it. Um, they say like a lollipop. I say like a fork and spaghetti. Okay. You know, you're going to roll it right up, and that candy is going to stick to the end of that of that popsicle stick. Uh, you can use a spoon, spoon, get it out, and try to cut it into smaller pieces, but it might be difficult to cut. It'll get very hard. And the candy you're going to want to eat right away. If you leave it out and it gets to be room temperature, it's just going to remelt right. to syrup again. But it's a fun little uh, show what happens with hot and cold and the boiling and changing those sugars. Yes. Uh, and making it stick. And it's a delicious little treat you can do with the kids only on a snow day. And that is happening on That's Friday. Right. Now, before we get into cooking wizardry with kids, uh, we told you in a few moments we would be doing a recipe for a good day, Chef Gary's Did You Know segment. Yes. Uh, we have a person in studio to help us to get a phone oh, call in studio. Good. So that makes now the perfect time to give perfect. this $5 low General gift card away to one of our listeners right now, folks. So the number you're going to need is 769-0600. And uh, if we can get that uh, cooperation, as Mrs. Corey is always cooperative and, may I say, easy to work with at WNRI. Uh, she'll just place you on hold and patch you into the studio. And may I say, she looks terrific in her sweater today. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> Butter them up, Gary. That's, that's how you do it. Uh, and we want to give this away to you, so you have to retain the information for a few moments. But, Gary, it's been so long, I can't imagine what or what or what is your did-you-know topic of the day. Well, Jeff, because we have such a special show and the kids are on vacation... And we're going to be talking cooking, and it's a fun show for the little ones. I am going to give you fun facts, or did you know facts, for kids. Sure, I like yes, that. Yes, yes, Okay, are you ready, Jeff? I'm ready. Jeff, did you know that your heart beats 115,000 times every day well it's getting into that pace <laughs> it wasn't i can tell you that. okay okay but i think i'm getting close to that now okay i'll try to count them did you know jeff it takes 50 50 licks to finish one scoop of ice cream no kidding 50 licks wow, wow. Jeff, did you know that apples actually come from the Rose family? Yeah, that I only know because I just read it in this book <laughs> last night. But until last night, I was shocked to find that out. But you can eat some rose petals. There is. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sometimes it's used in a recipe. Yes. Did you know, Jeff, your nose gets warmer when you lie. No, that I had never yes. before. So if you see... Not longer, warmer. Warmer, you know. yes, yes. Feel bad for Pinocchio, you could start a fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you know, Jeff, it's impossible 
to sneeze with your eyes open. No, but I can see that happening. Yes. Did I tell you I hurt my back last weekend? Yes, you did. You oh, told oh, me yeah. that. Sneezing uh, while peeing. Yes. <laughs> 7.30 Saturday morning. Yes. I was on the floor for an hour. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting oh. old. Yes, uh, we all are. <laughs> so I think, Jeff, that's a good start. That's some well, interesting stuff. Yes. Now, I don't know if I could lick an ice cream scoop 50 times without taking a big old mouthful of it at some point in time. <laughs> especially if it's Farmer's Cow. Yeah, especially at three ninety nine. There you go. Which is on sale at all the general locations for one of the best ice creams you'll have. That is an outstanding price. Outstanding. Um, so there are you. Did you know facts? 769-0600. 769-0600. Give us a call right now. And uh, you have a chance to win this five dollar low general gift card. It will be mailed out to you. Yes. Uh, so we'll get your name and address and phone number. But right now is the time seven six nine zero six hundred to give us a call if you want your shot at a five dollar low general gift card. And some of the facts that you heard yes. Chef Gary say is exactly what he's going to ask of you. And uh, my goodness, let's see if we can get a winner here for the recipe for a good day contest. You're on the air with Chef Gary McLaughlin. Welcome to the program. So we're going to go to line two. I think we had a shy fellow there. Oh, okay. But we are here on line two, and you're on with Chef Gary McLaughlin. Good morning to you. Good morning to both. Hello. How are you? Fine. How are you? Very well, thank you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, are you ready for the question? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, sweetheart, if you had a scoop of ice creams, how many licks would it take to finish that first scoop? It would take uh, 50 licks. Yes! Now, have you ever tried that? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, I think you should. I, you should go to the little general store. Buy your farmer's cow ice cream. It's three ninety nine for a quart, and I want you to take a test and then call us back on that result. Have you tried the farmer's cow ice cream yet? No, I haven't. Oh, it is utterly fantastic. <laughs> I'll have to give it a try. All right. Well, uh, stay on the line for a moment. I'm going to get your name and address, and uh, thanks for your call, but do not hang up, please. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back, and we're talking kids in the kitchen when we return. Oh, fooey. I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Funky the Monkey. Well, Anna Marie, we have you covered all at LilGeneral.com. That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Little General locations. And now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to LilGeneral.com. You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Little General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe, now you can go listen anytime at your time at LilGeneral.com. Thank you to Pauline for calling in and winning today's $5 Little General gift card. Thank you for putting the fun facts together, Chef Gary. 
and into the kitchen with the kids. And first, some basic uh, facts that it's a good idea to tell your kids about when you're working in the kitchen. So a little bit of um, kitchen 101 tips yes. here, Chef Gary. Uh, now, um, but before we get in, didn't you have a, you kind of said something earlier that made me curious about working with kids well, in the kitchen or there's a story you weren't yes. well, sharing you know, at that moment. Is uh, it time? Or? Yeah, over the years I've done cooking for kids. And, um, oh, yeah, the, the youth mod. There used to be a kids' Mardi Gras event, separate yes. from the adults. And I remember you, you would do the food there. Yes. And uh, I had this particular uh, situation where uh, when I was at uh, located at Delhi Encounters in the old social uh, bank building, uh, Marquette building, uh, CVS was right next door. And they were having a computer class for the second graders. Well, they came to me, Gary, would you provide the lunch for them? I said, I would. It'd be a pleasure. So I'm thinking it's a hot lunch, and I'm going to give them macaroni and cheese. And I gave them, you know, we got the little pints of milk. We gave them a little dessert, and we had the macaroni and cheese. Well, I brought it over without thinking, folks. I wanted to make this so special for the kids. I wanted them yeah. Well, without thinking, I put parsley on my macaroni and cheese. The kids took <laughs> one look at it and said, uh-uh, oh no, I'm it's not got eating green that. In it. it got green in it. I can't tell you what they said on there, but <laughs> I I said, okay, I'm so sorry. And the, the lady uh, that I was dealing with, she says, well, I had to feed the kids. I said, yeah, that's okay. We're going to have a field trip from... Your store, which was the old social, social department store, to my deli in the bank building. And I brought over approximately 24 kids to my deli. And my sister was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> but we made them bologna sandwiches. It wasn't the roomiest spot. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, so we brought... Long we made, before social distancing, though. Uh, correct, yeah. correct. <laughs> and so we made them bologna sandwiches. We made them... Uh, peanut butter and jelly, tuna fish, whatever they wanted. And, of course, they could drink all they wanted, the soda and the milk. And, of course, we had uh, we had a candy section there. So every child would have to have a candy sure. bar or cookie or whatever to take home. Makes sense to me. Yes. Now, I'm going back, folks. I'm probably going back 40 years ago. You're and, aging yourself. Yes. <laughs> and it was such a good time. Uh, and because of a mistake, I really couldn't charge CVS because of that mistake. Correct. <laughs> so my sister really didn't like me for a few weeks. <laughs> oh, man. Whenever you talk about the old deli encounters, yeah. I miss. Oh, it was never had one like it. You ain't going to have one. Thank you. The best ham sandwiches you would get on the planet. I'm a ham lover. And those ham sandwiches, thick ham. Oh, we, we, we you know, we, we uh. made a good sandwich. We had a signature item with ham, the moon crater, which was grilled raisin bread with a uh, thousand island dressing, Swiss cheese and ham, and then we... Uh, cooked it like a grilled cheese. There was no uh, thin slice of, of imported ham at those sandwiches. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I mean. We gave it's a, good, a difference. We gave a good portion. Never had really, one like it since. Thank you so oh, much, man. I really want one right now. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Chef Gary. I know in my household, tale of two kids. One kid uh, would live on ramen noodles. Yes. Uh, 
the other kid is a connoisseur. She likes to help in the kitchen. Nice. And she doesn't eat just to eat. You can see that she's enjoying and savoring and chewing that bite. And she will take by far the longest to eat. But she enjoys food. Okay. It could be a future for that young lady. There you go. That's right. Uh, But some basics it's always good to tell your kids about is, number one, you want to have fun while you're cooking. I do. Yes, exactly. If I'm going to do this, I want to have fun. Take your time. Accidents will happen. Uh, When you get frustrated uh, or if you're in too much of a hurry, that's when mistakes will take place. Correct. This is a great thing to tell kids universally. Even in the kitchen, don't worry about failures. You learn from failures. Correct. Don't be afraid to do something different, to take a chance. It's a learning. It's not a failure. It's a learning opportunity. Exactly. And that can transcend across everything. Uh, Keep clean and organized, which is a great thing to do in life. Uh, When you get to do the cooking, it's only fair to do the cleaning up, too. Right. Uh, In my household, we split all our chores 50-50. If I make a mess, she cleans the mess. That's I did have to work. I made oh, well, the mess, okay, you know? okay, um, okay. Pay attention to your cooking from start to finish. Don't assume somebody else. This is Dina's flaw in cooking. Well, why didn't you tell me? Because you were making the dinner. Don't assume other people are going to remind you when it's time to take things out of the oven or stop things from boiling over. You got to pay attention Correct. throughout the entire cooking process. So those are some real basic tips. Of course, washing your hands before you handle any food. Read a recipe completely through from beginning to end before you get into it uh, with the kids. So you can do that with the kids as well. And organize yourself. This is something I had to work on over this past year that I knew where things were during the process. This needs to be here. That needs to be there. And it's time to begin cooking. But I'm sure that these are things that you do routinely every day right. in your in your in your food and that, by doing that saying organized you're going to uh, less chance of having an accident especially if you're dealing with a knife so here's a few things that you can do in the kitchen with the kids and this i found interesting uh to show how chemicals react to different substances Correct. and in this experiment it's interesting it's going to show the difference between the type of pans you might cook with do you go with aluminum do you go with copper copper seems to be the new thing in cooking but you don't always want to use copper in correct. cooking correct um because believe it or not there's copper that can go to the food if you're using certain type of things and uh this test shows what happens when cooking acidic foods in an iron pot or aluminum versus copper um so what are you going to need for this experiment to show how copper reacts with acid and kids will find this interesting yes is uh, you can uh, take actually you can actually take the copper from a penny and use it to coat an iron nail, vinegar, salt, dull copper pennies, a glass container, an iron nail, and some steel wool or cleanser. In a glass uh, container, mix the vinegar with a half a teaspoon of salt. Drop the dull penny into the solution. And leave them there until they become clean. Now your solution contains a copper salt from the pennies. But this can also be an effect from copper cookware. Okay, uh, So you want to be careful if you're cooking with, a, with an acidic uh, base. 
Uh, clean the iron nail with the steel wool. Get it nice and clean. A little soap, a little cleanser. Rinse it thoroughly. And simply drop the nail into the vinegar solution. And what they're going to see, and what you will see, is after 5 or 10 minutes, the nail will be covered with the bright coating of copper. Wow. From that experiment. Just to show them the difference between pans. Why are the different types of pans? It greatly determines on That's what wonderful. you're cooking with. Um, the Another uh, great little experiment, and it kind of borderlines uh, science, deals with the subject of taste buds, which are fascinating. Yes. Um, here's some facts about taste buds. Did you know, Gary, that you have more taste buds than your parents did? Is your sister younger or older? Which wins? Oh, but it's still one of them. Uh, but she, by 20 minutes. Older? Yes. She is? Yes. Wow, brave to say that. <laughs> um, if she was younger, I'd say you would actually, if you have a younger sibling, you have more taste buds than your parents, but less uh, taste buds than your younger siblings. Uh, as people age, they lose taste buds as they grow older. Correct. Uh, yes. So food tastes better uh, to you than it sometimes can to your parents. And a small child can taste food even better than you. Now, when you look at your tongue, you see the tiny bumps on there? Those are not taste buds. Those are called papillaries. Uh, there are hundreds of them on your tongue. And you might notice them a little bit. They call it a spotted tongue when you have a cold or yes, flu. You yes, can really yes. see them there. Uh, but actually, your taste buds are on those tiny bumps. So you have hundreds of those bumps called papillaries, but you have thousands of taste buds on those tiny little bumps. And those cells change about every 10 days. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. A little fun fact there on taste buds. You have five sections of your tongue. And this is an experiment where you can show your kids how your tongue works. So your taste buds have five sections that taste different elements of food. Okay. The, if you were to uh, draw a tongue on paper and you took the first uh, half inch or so and drew a line straight across the tongue, we'll call that section A, and then draw a line down the middle and then cut that in half. So you have four sections behind the yes. first section. Uh, and they each have a different area where they taste. So let's do a little experiment and show the kids how your taste buds work and how we taste food. Uh, for a sweet taste, two tablespoons of sugar dissolved in one cup of room temperature water. Uh, for a salty taste, two tablespoons of salt dissolved in one cup of room temperature water. For sour taste, two tablespoons of lemon juice mixed into one cup of room temperature water. You can also use two tablespoons of cream of tatar. Yeah, I like okay. the way you say it. You don't say tatar. It's tatar. Tatar, yeah. Uh, for bitter taste, two tablespoons of instant coffee dissolved in one cup of room temperature water. Um, one uh, for a neutral taste, one cup of room temperature water with nothing in it. And you're going to need either five flat toothpicks, a cotton swab, or maybe a little paintbrush that has never had paint on it that's brand new. Well, uh, that would help. <laughs> yeah. So label each glass and uh, draw out that diagram of a tongue, as, as we explained, and, and label them A, B, C, D, E. And then use a separate toothpick for each solution. Uh, or Q-tip, cotton swab, paintbrush, whatever it is you're using. So dip the toothbrush or uh, toothpick into your glass and just dot one part of the tongue that we've designated. And I'm sure you can look that tongue map up online. I'm yeah. sure it's not exclusive to this book. Uh, and let the kids decide 
what they're tasting and what part of the tongue does. And, and do it on different spots. And you'll let them see the difference how, in fact, yes, certain areas of the tongue are, are for bitter, well, some for sour, some yes. for salty. Uh, rinse your mouth out with water from time to time. You don't want to cross your flavors. Correct. And, that and, would make and, sense. So uh, it's like a cleansing of the palate, a little right. bit of the water. I usually do that with orange sherbet. <laughs> and, uh, and you can draw an unlabeled diagram of the tongue and let the kids fill in which section of the tongue tastes which flavor of fun activity. But you're going to want to make it a little more fun for the kids in the kitchen. There's a couple of ways you can do that. We'll hit on the way out. We have a lot more on this subject. Maybe we'll continue with we that next, to, uh, next school break. Yes. Um, it's very interesting, though, yes. this stuff. Uh, dancing blueberries are always fun for the kids. How are you going to make them dance? Well, it's a good opportunity to explain to them how sparkling, buzz, uh, bubbling, or fizzing water uh, can, uh, can affect things and how foams, fizzes, and bubbles work. The bubbles are carbon dioxide and the carbon dioxide bubbles out of water naturally in many places of the world. Uh, often where people vacation or many uh, you might see bubbly water versus, and not every water is as good as one socket. We can say right, that as right, well. Right. Uh, this little test of, to show how carbon dioxide bubbles act in fizzy drinks. Pour a glass of fresh uh, mineral water, ginger ale, a light colored translucent soft drink that has bubbles in it. A Sprite would be ideal. Then imme Yes. Then immediately, it's very carbonated. Sprite. Yes. Immediately, warm Sprite at that. Seems to have extra fizz to it. Okay. Uh, immediately pop in a few blueberries and you're going to see the carbon dioxide bubbles cling to the blueberries and it'll actually make them dance nice. in that glass of water, giving a real neat illusion nice. uh, to the kids with the dancing blueberries. Uh, but we want to get to the candy 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 because one thing kids love and it doesn't matter how old or how young they love their candy yes. and here's one i think we all did as kids that we forget about the old rock candy experiment oh, the rock candy yeah. yeah super saturated solutions is what you're you're dealing with here uh clean out a one quart large mouth canning jar uh you're going to need a piece of clean white string one metal weight, it could be a paper clip even, or a metal washer, but you want it clean. Yep. Uh, a pencil, doesn't have to be a number two pencil, you're not taking uh, standardized tests here. Oh, well, that's good. That's Any good. pencil will do, even a pen if you had to. Okay. Uh, a knife or fork, sugar, and boiling water, and this is the caution here, adults will handle the boiling water for yes. this experiment. But fill the jar with sugar. Slowly pour the boiling water into the jar. Push a kitchen knife down in the water. Let the parents handle the knife as well, unless it's an extraordinarily dull um, right. icing knife like you would use on a cake. Okay. Then maybe let the kids deal with it. Just something to push the sugar in the water so the sugar gets all the way down to the bottom of the jar. Add more water slowly. Stir it. And make sure all the sugar dissolves in the water. Tie the paper clip weight to one end of the string. Tie the other end of the string to the pencil and roll it up like a yo-yo. Okay. 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 Place the pencil across the mouth of the jar and then uh, unroll that string so the weight, the washer or the paper clip goes to the bottom of the jar. Set the uncovered jar aside, undisturbed, in a warm place. 
It's going to take several days, but the children and you will start to see crystals grow on the string in the jar, but also on the surface of the sugar solution. So you may have to break the crust from time to time so the water can evaporate as it needs to. As the water evaporates, more crystals will grow onto that string, making rock candy. And now you've taken uh, a powdered substance, dissolved it in water, returning it to a solid. And the best part is, you can eat the rock candy afterwards. That's pretty neat. And then visit the dentist. There you go. <laughs> so uh, the old rock candy experiment, not to be forgotten, along with our maple syrup snow candy. Yes. As uh, we do have snow coming. We're going to have to stop there, but we have more things I wanted to cover, such as experiments with onions and the watering of the eyes and how to prevent that. Uh, we'll talk about that as well as turning cucumbers to pickles and things that you can make for your animal friends and pretzels is more. We have more things to do with the kids, but we'll have to wait until April vacation. April. Okay, it's All a right? date. It's a great book, though. It's a fascinating yes. read and very informative. It's called Cooking Wizardry with Kids, if you want to look up for your own edition online. It is well over 300 pages long. Wow. So there's a lot of stuff in this book. We can't fit it all in one show, Gary. No. But some fun things to do with the kids on your school vacation week. There you go. So, uh, boy, it's been a long time since I've had rock candy. Same here. Uh, yeah, I remember Remember uh, uh, during the holidays, the ribbon candy? Yes. Oh. I did get some this holiday did season you? in Florida. I don't know if I if I spotted it up here, but uh, we visited with a friend there, and he had that wavy rock candy. The orange and the lime and the lemon, completely gone by the time I left the house. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Can't do that at home. Wife won't let me. Chef Gary, uh, I appreciate you taking the time Thank out of you. your busy cooking schedule. You'll be heading back to the kitchen yes. today? Yes, yes. And uh, we uh, have time for one last recipe, if you oh, have one Jeff, to give. Oh, Jeff, I'm going to give you a recipe for a good day. A warm smile, a good laugh, and a great meal. Thank you, Jeff. And don't forget, folks, this program, as well as past editions, always available for your listening on your own time by going to littlegeneral.com. At that website for littlegeneral.com, you can see the specials of the day. Uh, for instance, the three ninety nine Farmer's Cow Ice Cream on sale. Yes. Uh, the Spoon Rose for five ninety nine. The Petite Sirloin Steak for five ninety nine a pound. The Boneless Pork Rose for two ninety nine a pound. And the $0.99 cent drum sticks. Those specials always available to be seen at littlegeneral.com but at the bottom of every page you'll see listen to Recipe for a Good Day. By clicking that link you can hear today's program and past editions and we even write about what's on that day's menu so you can look for Wonderful. exactly what you need. Uh, Chef Gary, thanks for being with us. Hey, you want to do it again next week? I would love to be back next week. Alright, well sounds like a plan. We hope you join us as well and again we want to thank Pauline for calling in today to win our $5 Little General gift card and thanks to the owners of Little General for sending those in to give away. We'll be back next week. Meanwhile, if you need to contact us, just simply send an email to askthechef at WNRI.com. If you have a topic or a recipe you would like us to share or cover, just send an email to askthechef at WNRI.com. I want to thank the Bubble Girl for sending in the maple syrup snow candy as well. We'll talk to you next Wednesday, same time, same place. Whole different show. Meanwhile, enjoy your food. Thank you.
Little General Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you.